When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Man, that just actually rolls off the tongue now. I can actually do it. So I am one of your hosts today, Wrestling Chris G of Sports Entertainment Breakdown. Um, On the other line with me today is the good old school nerd, Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? You know, when we were kids nerd had a very negative connotation right yeah you know yes, big big thick glasses always reading you know got good grades which for some reason was a bad thing nerd i would almost say nerd is norm now yeah it is like if Every, you're not everybody likes a good nerd i mean we're nerds we're wrestling nerds we're pokemon nerds you know, you're you're a bit of an anime nerd. I well, like sports, which is full of fucking numbers. <laughs> you know, I mean, every everybody's a nerd. Yes, they are. Which you know, and and nerds are cool, man, because nerds are gonna rule the world. I mean, you know, power all, to the nerds. All this, all the technology and shit. But yeah, so nerd, I. I it, it, it hit me funny when you said it, and then I kind of like broke it down in my own head. I was like, "Look, he's not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're power to the nerds, everybody. Um, this is the show for you. Um, and I feel like I, I don't do this um, that much, but if you're brand new and you're and this is your first episode, we are going over every Pokemon episode ever known to man, and soon we will be doing movies once we get up to that point. Yes. So um, we are going to be annotating every single Pokemon episode on a weekly basis. So we will be here for a while. So we hope you stay with us. And hopefully we're one of the more longer running Pokemon podcasts. Because I feel like people that do Pokemon review podcasts kind of give up at a certain point. <laughs> well, and and not just, you know, um, television review episodes, but I was actually listening to a podcast the other day um which it's gonna this it's out of date now and it's gonna be way out of date by the time this actually goes out um the most recent talk to the audience from uh the fellows over at talking simpsons yes they were they're talking because their full-time job is podcasting you know they they've they've gotten enough steam on their patreon that they were able to quit their jobs and become, you know, full-time money-earning podcasters. And one of the hosts was opining about these celebrities that 
have started podcasts. Most um, specifically, like, podcasts have started up in the quarantine. Yeah, and he says, "Well, I'm I'm listening to some of these podcasts, and they're on here talking about season finales and taking a break and coming back for season two or whatever." It's like, no, that's not the contract we signed. The contract we signed as podcasters is we release an episode a week at least in infinity. <laughs> yes. Like there is no there is no break. Now, this is kind of rich coming from us, considering our our main podcast. Sports Entertainment Breakdown. Just came back from a month long break. Um, however, however, however. I think we get a pass because wrestling's never going to go away. No. Wrestling will never stop. And if if we're on there every week talking about every show that goes out, our quality is going to dip. Yeah. So I mean, we we need the break, but what's good about this podcast is is if you like listening to our voice on a weekly basis, even when we go on our breaks, these podcasts are still going to be dropping. <laughs> yeah. These, so. these these podcasts are going to outlive everybody. And yeah. The, the fucking the nuclear bomb is going to hit one of these days, and it's just going to be a bunch of po- cockroaches running around listening to podcasts. Hey, did you hear this week's episode of E-Peep? E-Peep. Hashtag <laughs> E-Peep. Get that, get that trending in a month when this goes out. Well, I've already started it on Twitter. Which, oh, by the way... Shit. Which, by the way, everybody, go ahead and follow us on Pokey Breakdown on Twitter. Um, we don't have many followers right now, but go ahead and get the word out because we, we know you're listening because I, I see some of the numbers. So get the word out. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell their friends that we're going to be doing this and we are in it for the long run. So Hell, tell your enemies. We don't give a shit. Just tell yeah. people. Yeah, for real. Get get into a fender bender with somebody, and as you're screaming, go. You should you should follow us E or uh, E Peep on uh, uh, Twitter, and they'd be What's like, "What E-peep? the fuck's E Peep?" And they just look every, it up. Every Pokemon episode ever, dickhead. So <laughs> don't be yeah. Ash. I know. Well, I think I think we were we were all Ash at one point as a child. Well, probably. <laughs> I choose not to think about that. Pardon me, I choose not to think about it that way, but you're probably right. Well, I know I was an ass. Well, I, I, I was once. Shut up. <laughs> so, so yeah, that let's let's go ahead and get on into this episode. Today is episode nine. It is titled "The School of Hard Knocks." It was released in Japan on May twenty seventh. 1997 and here in the u.s on september 18th 1998 and at this point um we like to give historical moments to the u.s release date um unless something really tragically happened um then then we go with the japan date like a couple couple weeks ago. ago yeah yeah so um Starting off this week, I'm gonna have uh, I'm I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna have Doug start um the historical event this week, and then we'll go into my historical event, and then we'll dive on into this week's episode. Which is smart because yours is more positive than mine. But mine, yes. but mine shoots off an interesting discussion that you know there are numerous things that you could read about if you're curious. So yeah. 
On September 18, 1970, Jimi Hendrix died in London at the age of 27. Oof. Now, if you're familiar with Jimi Hendrix at all, I'm sure, you know, you, you think of, you know, his masterful guitar playing, uh, the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock. Um, he was making hand over fist. He was making dumb money. Um, you know, he's making night. He was making dumb money in, you know, 1960 with, which adjusted to inflation is probably stupider. Um, you know, you're, you know, band of gypsies, uh, Jimi Hendrix experience, you know, I mean, you, you've probably heard numerous songs and not even realized but you know i mean that was him you know you know jimmy you know the the bandanas and the and the hair the wild hair and just being cool as a motherfucker and if your ears perked up when i mentioned that he was 27 then you're already on the right trip because jimmy hendrix of course is one of the first members of the 27 club which is this interesting group of musicians and actors that all died at the age of 27 so you're talking it's a pretty big list it's it's a huge it's uh i'm trying to move this to not kill that record not kill the um you're talking like we said Jimi hendrix jim morrison from the doors janice joplin um amy winehouse might be the most recent member but i i can't 100 percent confirm that kurt cobain was 27 and he was that was that one shook music yeah now, it did i don't know if we'll be able to to dive fully into that i mean we'll see you know, you never know when some of these episodes air. Um, and for them all, all to die at the age of 27 has taken on a life of its own. I mean, point of fact, I'm on the Wikipedia page for the 27 Club. Like, it's got its own page. There's multiple podcasts about it. There's been articles written. There's been books. Um, and people say, well... What was it? Was it? Is there a switch that flips? Is it? You know, it's the drugs, man. It's 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 drugs is unfortunately a a big part of it. Um, you know the pressure. Um, and it's just one of the things that you that you're left with when you're looking at all these names on this list is potential. Because you're 27, you're either at your peak or you're right there, and it's gone. Yeah. You know, Kurt Cobain is what, like, obviously, Jimmy was a springboard to talk about this, but, like, one of the biggest what-ifs is Kurt Cobain, because, like, grunge was the thing, you know. Nirvana was just 
Nirvana money was seller. The, I mean, it was the tits when you know when they were hot, they were hot, and that was and then Kurt was just gone. Now you know Kurt. Obviously, you're talking mall uh, many drugs, all the drugs. Some would say, and I think he just kind of reached a point. He kind of reached fuck it level where he didn't <laughs> care about nothing. But I mean, it's just potential. I mean, if there's one word associated with the 27 Club, it's potential. So we started with me because I was going to bring everybody down right away. But thankfully, Wrestling Chris G is going to swoop on into the rescue. Yes, I am. Nice and positive. Like I always do, Doug. But <laughs> in 1998, on this day, September 18th, the good old comedy movie that almost everybody loves, uh, Rush Hour, starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, was released. Yes. Great movie. I love this movie. And it was, it was such a good movie that they had three Rush Hour movies, and they were all funny in their own little way. Right. Uh, but um, but uh, it, it, fun, fun fact about Rush Hour, Rush Hour was actually not supposed to be um, as a comedy movie as as it is because uh, the first movie is not so comedy wise as two and three are but just the intertwine of both of these actors in this movie just made this movie so much better well yeah and the pairing of jackie chan and chris tucker obviously you can't get very you can't get too opposite without going you know in, in the complete opposite direction i mean these guys are you know the expression is all oh, these guys are on different pages these guys might have been in a different library yeah so I, they, they played pretty well off each other i mean they got three movies out of it yeah they did so all right but yeah that that movie came out um big blockbuster movies um, everybody seems to have loved it. Um, if you if you lived back in the '90s or the late '90s, it was it was it was good. It was it was a good time when that movie came out, and I, I remember watching it. I remember watching two and three like multiple times, like easily. I can think of like about like five or six times just watching it within a year. Like that's how funny I thought those movies were. <laughs> but yeah, I just I saw that pop up on here, and I was like, oh, that is my mine right there so good stuff and and that's the that's kind of the fun part about doing these it's like you know you look up a couple different pages and it's like well i mean look if there's something obvious you know one of us is probably going to take it but one some of these times we're going to be on a page and something's going to hit us specifically and it's like well we i can work with that so yeah so all right but other than that we're we also have another segment right before we get into the episode of who's that pokemon we like to tell you the who's that pokemon of this episode so we don't kind of break up the flow of what we have going on in this week's who's that pokemon was good old cubone who makes an appearance in this episode so we're continuing the trend of of, of who's that Pokemon is actually in this episode. I can't wait until we get into the episodes where the Pokemon of who's that Pokemon is not in the episode. I actually just finished an episode, what, last week where Mewtwo was the Pokemon. 
And we all know Mewtwo wasn't in a regular episode of Pokemon. He, sh- he damn sure wasn't. <laughs> you had to buy the movie to watch it. You had to pay to see Mewtwo. <laughs> so, all right. But that that's the historical event. And, I mean, normally we it, it's a little longer, but I, I, I kind of feel like we can just kind of jump into this week's episode because this week's episode, it, it's, a, it's a doozy. Right, Doug? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, this, this episode, you know, and it, uh, we like to peel back the curtain on this show. Um, we were kind of trying to hammer out actually getting ready to record. And you called me at one point and, and you're like, I'm about to start episode nine. And I was like, I'm about halfway through. And boy, this episode, and I'm like, again, halfway through, so probably like, you know, at the first commercial break or whatever. Boy, did I not know it was coming for me by the time <laughs> I, I finished this episode. And we'll expand on it, but this episode gave me a headache. Yeah, because. you say, oh, was it lighting effects? Was it? Was it sound effects? No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll we'll get into that on the Porygon episode. But this <laughs> this episode get, get, gives you a headache because this this episode kind of breaks Pokemon logic like in fold. Like, well, right and, and I'll tell you, it breaks it because it brings it up. Yes, it and it brings it up specifically to tear it apart. Like to say, yeah, Pokemon can be weak against this, but that doesn't always mean that your Pokemon is going to win. So what the fuck are we doing sitting here? <laughs> well, I mean, why why even have weaknesses? Because if your Pokemon's we'll on a high it. enough level, you can still wreck some people. Facts. <laughs> so, and I know, I know you. Um, you haven't played a regular Pokemon game in some time. I, I think your time is coming though, because I'm I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I, I think at some point within the year, I'm calling it on this podcast. I'm calling it within like the next year or so when you're down on your video gaming. Because I think I think you you have a year off of wrestling. I have I... a year off of wrestling, but you know, it, 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 I'm I just started Madden 21. That came out this week. Um, UFC released another video game after two years, so I'm into that. Oh, have, um, have you played it yet? I have played it. I'm already the heavyweight champion because I'm fucking just out here knocking motherfuckers out. Um, I was thinking about getting that game, and I know this is not the the podcast, but I I really was thinking about getting that game. My son wants wants me to get that game. Is it? it have they? The last UFC game that I played was UFC two. So this is obviously the fourth one. Have they taken major step forwards from just being the same moves over and over again from like the second game? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the the training's a little a little more in depth, which is nice. I mean, and I'm not a kind of guy that wants to get into a a three round technical. You know, I'm going to submit you. I've my, I think my quickest fight was six seconds. Because I okay. know what to hit and I know how to knock you out. And that's what I give a shit about. I don't care about tapping people. I know how to defend against, you know, if I 
if I get taken down, I know how to get up or defend against it. But I'm not out here trying to break your arm. I'm out here trying to break your nose. Gotcha. Okay. So I've got that. Obviously, I've still got uh, baseball. And uh, the new Marvel game is fitting to come out. Oh, yes, it is. So, okay. Well, So I won't won't be hurting. You won't be hurting, but I'm calling it within the next year that you'll at least turn on a Pokemon game. Ah, uh, but then next year the uh, Suicide Squad, Su- Suicide Squad's getting a game. Ooh! Oh, have you not seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, bro, you got to look up that trailer. I will. Oh, I will after we're done with this. So, all right, we're we're gonna and, go ahead and and there's a new Batman game coming in two years. Oh yes, I I, I saw I saw that. So you saw that, but you didn't see the Suicide Squad. How did you? They were the same thing. <laughs> yes, I know. But nah. I, my my son picks and chooses what he likes to show me for video games. So that suicide, that suicide Squad game looks clutch. So, all right. So you ready? Yeah, I suppose we should talk about Pokemon now. So here we go. So this week's ep- <laughs> So th- this week's episode starts off like any other episode with the narrator. It's nice and foggy out, and Ash and Misty and Brock are walking, and we 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 get the classic. Miss Misty brings up the the fact that she's not going to let Ash out of her sight until he gives her her bike back. Yeah, you can't. <clears throat> pardon me, you can't be letting that go. Um, and this is a funny beginning to the episode. This was a good beginning because obviously. The camera is kind of on a far out shot, and we kind of have little like pop ins. You know, like Misty brings up the bike, and then Ash's head pops in and goes, You always bike, bike, bike. You're always talking about the bike. <laughs> That's all I hear from you. And then Brock eventually pops in upside down. And goes and kind of breaks the fourth wall a little bit. He's like, we should probably start the show. Yeah. And then that's we get we get the title card. I feel like we got the title card pretty quick this week. Yeah, we did. We we, we got it with just in a, a few episodes. I mean a few seconds into the episode. And um the so the English title for this uh episode was the School of Hard Knocks. And what was that interesting Japanese trans- uh, translation? Pokemon Certain Victory Manual. And boy, will we get into that. <laughs> so You brought that start- up last week, and I said, boy, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. So we start the episode. Um, Brock has a table with cloth and chairs and everything inside of this backpack. And he goes into this whole spiel that he he's gonna start making lunch, and he's gonna make tea and and yeah, his official Pokemon tea set. And the that Misty and Ash are too young to have coffee, but he loves him some coffee. And it's I I thought that line was funny. Yeah, and you know we've we've talked for numerous minutes about you know the ages, you know because obviously. 
Um, Ash is ten, and uh, did we land that Misty was also ten? Yes, Misty is ten as well. And Misty Brock's, and Ash are the same age. Is, is then, about between thirteen to fifteen. And then Brock's like fifteen. Um. So yeah, you're too young to have coffee, but I love me some good coffee. Um, <laughs> And Actually, uh, um, we're going to continue the episode, but I'm I'm going to look up for certain what is Brock's age. Pokemon Brock's age. So as you're doing that, um, so yeah, it, it's decided that somebody has to go off and get firewood so we can get... 15. 15, there you go. And it's decided that somebody has to go out and get firewood so we can get a fire started. And Misty says, well, I'm so selfless that I can... Then I'll give up the the adventure of of getting firewood to keep you company, Brock. And everybody's like, you know what that means? And Ash is like, that means I have to go. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 basically mez. He does. And then so him and Pikachu go off. And the mother I I had to stop the episode. Okay. The motherfucker is walking through the forest, and he goes, "Here, firewood." <laughs> <laughs> like firewood's just gonna jump out like a Pokemon. And I'm sitting here going, "What the fuck are we doing?" And Ash, Ash is like, "Well, Pikachu, there's no no firewood is coming out saying chop me, so I don't know what we're gonna do." And Pikachu had a fucked up voice. Yeah, he did. Right? I mean, I'm not the only one. Like, but, I don't know what was going on this week. But P- <laughs> Pikachu also looks off into the distance in the fog and sees a bright light. And, and Ash, Ash and goes, Pikachu go, what's, what's going on down there? Ash goes, light must equal fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we jump to to another scene where it looks like this boy is like maybe nine or ten years old. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna comfortably say that this boy is ten years old because that's how old you have to be to become a Pokemon trainer. Right. However, they're not really trainers, they're students. Yes, they're students, but they are trainers in a way in in the way of their school. So we'll we're, we're, we're gonna get into that. That's a fair assessment. So um, there's this little 10 year old boy, he's on a treadmill and while he's on a treadmill, um, his little colleagues or student, um, classmates are, go. are sitting there and testing him when it comes to, um, his knowledge of Pokemon. And one of them holds up a, a Pokemon card that is Pidgey. And I, I, I want to depict this, this part of the episode because it, I it's hope this- you would, I hope you would. Because it's this part of the episode where they're kind of meshing in like the like they know you're watching the show now. They know you're playing the video game and they got they, the cards and you got the cards. So they, they actually put all of that into this episode. And it's it's actually pretty fascinating because they, they actually give Pokemon levels. Oh, bro, I didn't even catch. I didn't even catch that. That was a great catch. Yeah. So, um. It, in this part, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it in the background as I'm kind of going over this. But um, the the little boy holds up a Pidgey Pokemon card, 
and the little boy on the treadmill is running and he has to depict what Pokemon this is. And remember, everybody, it's foggy. I don't care how foggy it is. <laughs> I don't care if this kid was running and sweating and he was under pressure. There's no fucking way he could look at that card, look at a Pidgey with fucking feathers and go, well, that's a Zubat. Fuck right off. That Pokemon looks nothing like a Zubat, but but in his defense, we find out why he's doing what he's doing a little bit later on in the episode. Well, that's true, but he could have said a Spiro, <laughs> a Butterfree, <laughs> a Butterfree. It's a Metapod. Fuck right off. <laughs> but yeah, so so at, at at this point, he does say it's Pidgey. And he goes, at level five, he learns sand attack. Uh, and at level 12, he learns quick attack. And then, and, and, and then he goes, what level does Pidgey evolve at? And I think he doesn't answer because I think he trips, right? Yeah, yeah. He he gets tripped up on this. on this. Well, he acts like he's getting tripped up on this question. The, uh, and another student um, chimes in. Uh, chimes in and goes, you know, if you if you don't answer, you're gonna have to run quicker. And it, and to Ash, it looks like they're bullying um, this classmate, but they're not. They're, well, they're they are, but they're they're not. Well, so that means that Ash has to come in like a goddamn white knight again for the second goddamn week in a row. Yep. And go, hey, p- quit picking on that kid, and. You know, he's ready to square up to the other, what, four that are standing there? Uh, three. 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 And and Misty, <laughs> fucking out of nowhere, is like, yeah, Ash, you tell him. And she's, she's willing to stand by his side. And then Ash goes from trying to be white knight to being, like, big dick energy, going, well, Misty, this is between me and these guys. You stay out of it. Fuck right off. And Misty's. justified in her reaction of, all right, I'll be there to carry you out when you're getting your ass kicked (laughs) three-on-one. Oh, and by the way, um, um, and I I misspoke um, there because we we get a far shot during this scene, and there's five. Five um, of them. There's five other students, and then the sixth one is the one that was running on the the treadmill. So, yeah, he definitely would have gotten his ass kicked. Yes. Five-on-one. Um, and and Mi- Misty, Misty has like she has bigger balls than Ash. Yeah, and you know, like I said, Ash is an idiot because Misty was willing to stand by his side, and Ash is like, "Well, that's you know, girls, you lick," you know. <laughs> and and Misty goes, "You know, okay, I'll back off, but go ahead, Ash. Show show him you're a man." And that that just makes Ash turn into dickwad Ash, and goes, "Okay, yeah, I'll I'll battle you." And um, I I I don't have it playing with sound, but they, they just get fed up and just go back to campus. Yeah, well, Ash challenges them to a Pokemon battle. And as soon as he challenges them to a Pokemon battle, the students are like, you know, um, we're, we're not in the Stone Ages anymore. We're, we're, battling is for chumps. And, they and basically that's where say, I should have caught on that something wasn't going to hit me right this episode. But I didn't, it didn't hit me until they were actually in the school. <laughs> yeah. 
So they they basically call Ash out and and basically say, you know what? We don't have time for this. We don't know who you are. We we have a lot of money. We're sophisticated. We're we're gonna go back into this school and you you can deal with this loser of a trainer who can't even get the evolution of Pidgey Pidgey out. <coughs> Correct. So and and they they didn't say that, but that that's basically what they were saying. They they they're like, okay, you know what? Forget you. Uh, we we're 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 better than you. So, so they walk off, and they must have gone back to the campsite because all of a sudden Brock's sitting there whisking a bowl, and yeah. he's like, "Ah, those must be the the tech kids." And yeah. oh no, Brock Brock meets up with them because they're 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 right back. The, um, the treadmill is in the is is in the video because Pikachu gets on the treadmill and presses some buttons and thinks it's. Macho Pikachu just running. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair. Well, okay. So, first of all, they're like, Ash Ash was confused by Pokemon Tech. And Misty's like, I think it's short for technology or technical. And she's like, I think I have a... She conveniently has a fucking flyer in her pocket. Yes. Um, which which probably where, the fuck was, where the fuck was this flyer five minutes ago? Um <laughs> But she found it on the ground when Ash was turning into Dick Ash. Right, right. Um, so they they're reading the flyer and and Brock's kind of talking about it, and I think the kids kind of explain a little. And in the background, essentially, you can see that Pikachu's trying to operate this treadmill, and he gets it to go, and he's doing he's perfectly fine. He's just he's doing Pikachu things, and then Brock absentmindedly. I don't blame Brock because. Who the fuck knows that Pikachu's going to turn the thing on? He he leans up against the treadmill, presses the button to go faster, and Pikachu <laughs> just starts running, 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 and then can't keep up, and then just falls. He just falls, and he's just out. <laughs> and poor Pikachu. And nobody notices. Nobody, nobody says any. Nobody says, "Oh, poor Pikachu." Brock doesn't give him give him a my bad. But but th- this is how much um and. It, I, I like how um, how the writers and the people that was drawing this scene put so much detail into Pikachu because after that happens and Brock is still explaining what this school is, Pikachu's just standing right next to Brock, just panting. He's, I mean, he's uh, he's obviously embarrassed for himself, but it's not like he's like you know kicking Brock in the shin or anything. Mad and kicks kicks the treadmill. That's why he kicks the treadmill, and like it's a delayed react because he kicks it. Obviously, and you hear him kick it, and all of a sudden he just goes ah, <laughs> and he's just hobbling. Like this, this scene is just it's just spot on. It's just great. But what they what I wish they would have tied in was okay. So Brock has dinner and stuff, getting ready to be prepared back over at the campsite of where they were. Where the why the fuck did Misty and Brock come over to where Ash is, leaving all of their goods over where wherever it was? And I'm 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 just gonna throw it out there: we don't ever see that shit ever again. So someone no, got a fucking free meal. Somebody got a free meal and uh, apparently an official Pokemon T set. Yes. Because so because I, I'm gonna throw out in the part that I'm looking at right now. Brock doesn't have a backpack. <laughs> 
So no. the backpack and everything is over there. So um, it's also revealed in this conversation that the the fog was manufactured by the school as part of a special class. Yes. And they mentioned that tomorrow is snow battles. And the kid goes, well, fuck, they're going to turn me into a snowman tomorrow. And, and that's when the kid kind of lets on that he knows his shit. He, yeah, he knows his shit. But what, what gets Ash and Brock was the fact that he, this kid considers those classmates his friends. And Brock just flat out goes, well, with friends like that, who needs enemies? And that's that's classic, you know. So. Uh, that's that's such a classic line. Gets used in a lot of movies and shit. But I kind of had a moment. I was like, that's that's I, because I was waiting for him to like spin it in a Pokemon. No, he just used the line. I was like, all right, yeah. But yeah, he he goes into this big spill as you were saying, and and just 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 off the the tip of his tongue. Um, gives Pidgey, um, Pidgey's evolve forms all the way up to Pidgeot, telling what level he evolves on each, what special attacks he knows. And that kind of confuses Ash, Misty, and Brock because they're like, well, why why are you not um, just telling them so they ease up on you? And I didn't, I didn't care for this kid's answer because he's like, well, if I answer their questions right, they're going to make the questions harder. It's like, isn't that the fucking point? Yeah. So he he's choosing to do the bare minimum. To get by. To get by. And I didn't. And we're supposed to have sympathy on this kid. No, you're a slacker. You're not a victim. Well, I mean, when he's a victim, but he's still a slacker. Yeah. So, and then they... He 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 pull he he points over to a kid that's sitting at a tree trying to learn his Pokemon encyclopedia, and this kid looks like he's like twenty years old. He's going nuts, and he he looks like <laughs> he has some. Old. Well, he has he You're he, not he has wrong. like he has a little stubble, like they gave him stubble, and he has like like a little mini beard growing in, and they they he's wearing glasses, and they do the classic like line um line going in a circle. Um, showing that they're like hypnotized. Yeah, that's it. Um, but he, 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 they say he's in the beginner's league, but he's been there for a long time. Right. And he's like, well, we don't, students don't want to admit defeat and go home. So they're just trying to stick it out. So, but here, here, here we go. He, um, they go, all right, well, what, so they 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 want to Ash Misty and Brock now wants to meet the person that's in charge of this whole Marigmarole and the the little student takes out a card out of his front um his front um designer jacket pocket uh I, w- w- what is that thing called little suit coat yeah suit coat and it's it's this it's a picture of of this girl named Giselle which we'll find out later on and. Ash and Brock just look at this girl and just start oogling all over her. And we're not, no, I'm not going to let us gloss over the fact that this kid just has a card. Uh, not a, it's a picture. He has a picture of this girl who was yeah. not posing for this picture. No, she, it was a creepy 
creepy photo. He he snapped a photo and you can see his shoulder in it like he was walking past her and took out his camera and just took the photo. So we're not going to gloss over the fact. So again, creep. And we're supposed to have sympathy on this kid. I don't. And we're only goddamn. Almost nine minutes in. It's fucking ridiculous. So <laughs> Ash and Brock basically pop boners at the same time. And and they're they're fully flushed. And they're just like, she's part. I think one of them says purdy. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. It, it was one. Ash. He, yeah. Ash goes, ooh, she's pretty. And I was like, motherfucker. And, you know, Misty gets jealous, basically. I mean, she doesn't come out and say it, but she gets She's like, I, I paused it right as she's blowing up on him. Um, <laughs> and then we go to, and then she starts storming into the she school. She stomps. She stomps off in the direction of the school. Like, I'm not, t- she's not running. She's not skipping. She's both, both, both. Like, camera shaking and shit. And then, and then we cut over to Jesse and James uh, looking off into the far distance at, at Ash, Misty, and Brock. And then we get a background that they also um, used to go to this school. They did. So, at, because of course, I mean, we find out later on, but Jesse and James, even though they, they try to get off with Team Rocket Money, but Jesse and James grew up very, very, very rich. Both yeah. I mean, it's, it, we kind of had to connect the, I mean, it wasn't hard to connect, but Jesse and James apparently were also born with silver spoons in their mouth. Yes. And, they said, well, we were getting ready for our final test, and we went out to celebrate, and it went in the opposite direction, and we got the lowest scores in the history of the school. And they were they were down, and Meowth's like, well, think of it this way. You were at the top of the bottom. So. And apparently that was good enough to turn their mood around, even though, because we failed, but we failed the best. It's at this point that we had the who's that Pokemon, and as we said earlier, in the in this episode, it is good old Cubonbombo, which is a bit odd because at this point in the episode we haven't seen him yet. No, but they're keeping up the prestige that every single who's that Pokemon is in the episode. So, which is something. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we're just waiting to finally see him. Right. I mean, we so, we've seen him, but we need to see him in action. Yes. So okay, it's at this point. Um, after they come back from commercial break, they are now inside of the school and they are walking through <laughs> the school. And this is probably one of my favorite scenes out of this whole episode because this little boy just pisses the fuck out of Misty. This is where <laughs> this is where my headache started. This is, this, is <laughs> this boy comes into so so I'm not gonna go over we don't need to go over uh where for where what they said but basically right. they, they walk into this school and there's a bunch of computers okay a bunch uh-huh. of old school Pokemon computers and on these computers are simulations that they test on. It's the game. Yes. Yeah it, it, it it's the it's the Pokemon game inside <laughs> of the anime. <laughs> Which is like meta as fuck. <laughs> So if your head's not scratching, just hearing that. So this little boy is talking about how he can defeat any Pokemon in the world because he knows that 
if a Pokemon's weak against another Pokemon, that he could beat it. So, <laughs> he Misty goes, well, I'm the gym leader of Cerulean City, and I, I, I have all water Pokemon. Oh, no, and he goes, oh, so you must have water Pokemon. So, I would use grass Pokemon to counter your water Pokemon to beat you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, and you know, so we actually get kind of an impromptu battle, which... I don't know if I would recommend just calling out a, a star me in the middle of a place with no water, but who am I? I know, so, but what 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 tripped me out, and this probably hurts your head too. What tripped me out is I, um, right before they do battle, um, he has a weeping bell against a star me on the simulator, and it has the health bar just like the old Game Boy games. Yes. And then, <laughs> And he has Weeping Bell attack the star me and completely kill it. And Misty just goes off. <laughs> I, I feel like, realistically, she should have put her foot through it. Because <laughs> this Weeping Bell just wiped out her star me in one hit. It was a one hit knockout. <laughs> now, <And this> was... <laughs> I will say, I will say, we we've established in the Cerulean City episode that Star Me is obviously the evolved form of Star You. Yes. And Weeping Bell is the evolved form of Bellsprout. Not not the third evolution. That's that's down that's, the line. Yeah. So I mean, it is a one for one, but it's not like a Bellsprout took out a star. If a Bellsprout <laughs> took out a Star Me, I would have quit the episode. <laughs> It, it, it would be up to it would be some stuff that uh that the pokemon because they they like in the newer episodes that i'm learning now they like to tease and throw out their obscure things to happen in the episode just to piss off um us people watching the damn anime so if, the, if they were on some shit back then that would <laughs> that would have really taken the cake on this episode so you're saying Bellsprout could have beaten Starmie and the kid could have sat there and, well, he is a grass type, you know, and shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have quit the episode. I would have. <laughs> I would have said, I got this far, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. But what killed me was when he killed the Starmie, they go to a shot of the kid just sitting in the chair and Misty is just going off like right next to him. And the kid's not even phased. He's just looking at the computer screen. He has this big old smirk on his face. Like, yeah, I know, I know how to defeat you. He's like, it's, it's, it's right there. It's the data. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's logic. facts. It's lo <laughs> logic. That's it. Yeah. So it's at this point, uh, we go out and team rocket is climbing a tree again. Yeah. They uh, fell out of the tree. No, they didn't. <laughs> No, no, no. In in the episode prior, they they knocked me out. They climbed the tree and knocked me out all the way That's to the bottom. <laughs> so much tree shit. So, but they're they're looking in through the window, and because Misty has now challenged this little boy, this little, <laughs> <and laughs> I feel I'm looking at this right now, and I'm just I I paused it. And Misty looks so much older than this little boy. This boy looks like he's maybe like six, maybe seven. And, yeah. and Misty is getting ready to obliterate this little boy and just crush his little dreams. No, it's <laughs> bullshit. No, don't, don't try to defend this kid. 
she is trying to show him that Pokemon isn't about. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this episode. It sounds like I'm trying to wrap this episode up, but it's just. I, I mean, and it, the kid is supposed to rally up, right? I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, I don't know how he was supposed to be taken back when this was new, but obviously, we're sitting here doing this rewatch, so yeah. we've got the benefit of hindsight. So we know that this kid, like you said, is about six or seven. Yes. So all he really is doing is going by what the computer told him. He doesn't know about, you know, the logistics of an actual battle. He just, well, the computer says I can beat you with this. I should be able to beat you. You know, never mind the fact that Misty is a semi-professional gym trainer and knows what she's doing. (laughs) So it's at this point they're they're throwing out their Pokemon and and in their defense they picked the exact same Pokemon that was in the simulation. Right. So so Misty throws out her Starmie and he throws out um his Weeping Bell to get ready to battle. Right. <laughs> and Misty has no choice. She's like, I, "We're gonna teach this little brat about Pokemon, Starmie, go." <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's one water gun. <laughs> just boom, just one water gun. Weeping Bell goes flying in the air, and this boy is <laughs> stunned. <laughs> so I almost quit the episode five minutes ago. I almost quit it here. Because he just had this, he was dumbstruck. He goes, well, it's, it's a, a Weeping Bell should have the advantage. Uh, fuck yeah. your computer. <laughs> So, so he, but he, he, he did, he then learned, okay, I'm, I'm actually jumping ahead. So Giselle at this point, um, walks into the room right? and we we finally see her in person. Right. So how old do you think this Giselle is? Cause looking at these kids, these boys that are right behind her, she has to be at least what? 13, 14 or 15. Yeah. I was actually thinking 13 before you said something. So. It and we 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 said this off air, but it's kind of creepy that Brock being fifteen was oogling over this girl. Unless, unless she is fifteen, but just I I, from, <laughs> I don't know, and it, and it it makes me feel itchy. It makes me feel real itchy because she has a, a very 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 short skirt. Um, the she has all these teen boys all around her who. I'm guessing they must have a thing for her too. She is, is this girl the only girl in this damn school? I mean, you'd think so, just by the fact that everybody's drooling. I know. I mean, that's kind of you know, it's like, oh, a girl, yeah. <laughs> and then we have Ash giving the old googly eyes, and Brock, Brock getting the little red crayon across the nose because he's all smitten now, right. <laughs> looking. But yeah, Giselle goes into uh, full mode and basically tells tells him he's like uh, yeah your your weeping bell would have an advantage against um the water pokemon but if the water pokemon is at a higher level then your pokemon then your pokemon can get beat i mean logic okay i mean this was a very inside baseball episode because they because I, I mean and we talked about it earlier they showed they showed a Pidgey, uh, I'm sorry, a Pidgeotto trading card at the beginning of the episode. Yes. 
They showed this is just this is just selling you on all of their products in one episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just we had we just saw the game on a computer. You know, we're talking about levels, and yeah, this is extremely inside baseball. <laughs> so, like, if you if this was your first episode, heaven help you. I know you. You're you're like, man. I need to get these cards. I need to get this game. This I shit. Need to looks- go back. I need to. You know. Thankfully, the show's only been on for a, about a week and a half, so I don't have that much to catch up on. I but can then, find all these Pokemon. <laughs> then it's not like it's, you can go on your DVR. Like You have to wait till it reruns. Yeah, th- this was pre-DVR, and people are like, wait a minute. You had to, yeah, unless you had a VCR tape and you oh. recorded these episodes and your VCR, for some odd reason, would actually get the episode because you had to put the stuff on a timer and had to make sure that your your VCR was in sync with actual time. I can't tell you how many Power Ranger episodes I missed the last 30 seconds to a freaking minute because yeah. the, because it stopped recording. Oh, it's the worst feeling ever. And <laughs> especially you know, have if the a... episode was a to be continued episode. Oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> So, oh man, yeah, people. There used to be things called a a, a tape, which yeah. was a big cassette tape, and you probably don't even know what a cassette tape is, but yeah. So then, um, Giselle's basically like, "Well, this is how it should have been done," and yeah. she calls out a graveler. Which is the evolved form of Geodude? Is he the is he the third evolution of Geodude? Did we just completely no. skip over the second one, or is he the second one? And I'm he's the he's the second. It goes Geodude, Graveler, and then Golem. Golem. Okay, I was okay. That's who I was missing. Yeah, Ge- um, Graveler doesn't have the shell, but the shell ends up growing around grab uh, uh, around Graveler, which turns him into Golem. But, um. Hey, I'm going to fuck with your mind a little bit, too, Doug. Um, So uh, in Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, um, Golem gets another form. Oh, dear. It's called the Alolan Golem, and his his, um, shell turns into a cannon, and he harbors these, like, big cannonballs inside of his body, and then he shoots those cannons out as an attack. Well, that's just cheating. (laughs) <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I mean, we all accepted that Blastoise just had two water cannons in his shell, but I mean, now we're—I mean, we might as well just give him a gun. Oh, but Blastoise has a new form too. It's called Mega Blastoise. Oh, and, for goodness' sakes! And they take both of those cannons and they combine it into one, and it's one big cannon above his head. It's awesome. Sure, it is. And and then B Drill has a mega form where his feet turn into little um, stingers, and Charizard turns into a black and blue Charizard or a, a really funky looking red and re- regular red Charizard. And then Venusaur just looks like a regular Venusaur, just with extra vines on it. <laughs> just with extra. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was kind of let down with Venusaur, but he's <laughs> paid the paid the extra and got the guac. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's at this point in the episode, Giselle grabs the Pokeball and she throws it out and it's Graveler. So Graveler seems like he is on a high ass level 
because water doesn't even affect it. Yeah, I mean, it, judging by the way he just completely housed Starmie, <laughs> I got the impression that he was like right up against the line. Yeah, exactly. I I honestly think he's he's getting ready to evolve into a golem. Yeah, because this this graveler he he jumps in the air, jumps down, Starmie jumps away from him like oh fuck and then tries to spray water gun at it golem starts to spin and just obliterates the water away from his body and then cracks starmy i i feel like starmy just gets the shaft because how many times does um starmy's shell get obliterated just within these few episodes that we've watched i mean that's twice in the two times we've seen it <laughs> but uh but it what well, <laughs> What I do want to point out, Doug, and I know we're right up against time, but we'll we'll get through it. But um, Graveler knocks Starmie so hard that he goes through the school window all the way out into the school swimming pool. And Misty is just dumbstruck, just like the kid was when she obliterated his weeping bell. Well, okay, she's dumbstruck, but it's not like... Well, that was against what the book says or whatever. She's just like, well, well, damn, I was cocky, wasn't I? Like, (laughs) you know, she gets it. I mean, you know, yeah, it hurts to get knocked down a peg. But it's not like, well, that's not supposed to happen. She just was like, oh, so it's like that. (laughs) And then we we go to to the kids all outside the school over by the swimming pool where Misty is getting her starmy back and she's sitting there hugging him. Yeah. I mean, she's just, you know, completely. She's mad at Giselle because Giselle's the pretty girl and Ash and Brock are all smitten over her. And she, she, she's just showing jealousy this entire episode. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we've established that, you know, she's what, ten and you know, this this girl comes in that we think is a few years older than her. Yeah, hopefully she is. She can clearly just snap her fingers and got a whole school behind her and <laughs> You know, she Misty's not the only one anymore. I know. And Giselle just has no chill either because Misty is like, well, my Starmie just got done battling and you just come in and you throw in a Pokemon that should be weak against water type. So Misty's kind of confused at this point too. And Giselle's like, yeah, um, Graveler is weak against water, but when you, when you have the right trainer and you train it and it's at a high enough level, it can beat your Pokemon. This is bullshit. Didn't we just have the same discussion about AJ last week? Yes, we this did. This is bullshit. And, but, what what pisses me off is did she not just beat Weeping Bell the exact same way? Right. So, with, yeah, <laughs> with about as much effort. Yeah, exactly. It was just one move, one move knockout, and then Graveler one move knockout, just so, roll out. <laughs> who is she to be? I mean, yeah, I get being shell shocked, but you know, don't be up on your high horse. Yeah. So, man. But um, she she then look um looks back. Let's see. She looks back at Joe and basically tells Joe she's like, um, I hope you're taking notes and I hope you're learning from this. Um, everything in the computer is not always what it seems. 
Um, sometimes you have to actually train your Pokemon, and sometimes if your Pokemon is strong enough, it can beat other Pokemon that it's supposed to be weak against. Yeah, this is this is this is mega headache territory. Yeah, and I'm I'm already like giving myself a headache just going over this episode because I know I know what comes next. <laughs> yeah, Ash gets all pissed off and goes, "There's more to Pokemon than just levels." So like, didn't okay. First of all, didn't you just tell Joe that if the tra- if the trainer was on his shit, basically they could they could handle business? Yes. And then, you know, Giselle goes on this long, fucking, typical pretty girl rant about, you know, if your poke if your Pikachu was, was at a high enough level, it should learn this. And then, you know, she kind of pauses. You didn't know, and she does that like what three times, and you know, Ash is a ten-year-old male. Yeah, and she she basically bombards Ash just like it seems like this is a revolving door at this point. <laughs> that um, she's so shocked that Ash has been walking around, which we we now get that he's him and him Misty and Brock have been walking for two months. Yeah, that was that was a handy little piece of information that was just kind of thrown away it's like oh oh okay <laughs> so they they've been walking for two months and giselle's like wait a minute you've been walking for two months and you just let your pikachu roam oh my goodness yeah i mean and that's and i feel like that's just a normal thing that's going to happen like oh that pikachu's out of the pokey and then we got to spend five minutes on that every time somebody brings it up it's like yeah you should just send out flyers yeah, and Ash goes into his normal spiel. Well, these Pokemon are my friends, and so is Pidgeotto, and so is Butterfree. And then I think she says something about you've been walking, you've been out for two months, and you only have three Pokemon. Yeah, she's like, you have three Pokemon. Normally, trainers just starting off, just within a couple of weeks, have at least six Pokemon, <laughs> which. He should have more than just three Pokemon if he's been roaming for... How the hell are you roaming around (laughs) for two months and you only have three Pokemon? I'm just now putting that in my head right now. I'm like, my head hurts. (laughs) Well, there's a a line... I think think it's not for a bit. It's not until Ash catches Krabby and Ash learns about, you know, Pokemon boxes, essentially. Yeah, and I think they meet up with Oak, and uh, it's well, said, "Well, no, they." Uh, and this is it. A further so after Ash gets Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander, um, they he 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 finds a Krabby on the beach. He he catches Krabby, and as soon as he has Krabby in his hands, it it just the Pokeball vanishes. Right, and but then he he goes in. Brock has to then tell him, "Well, you can only have six Pokemon." And then I think there's something later where they meet up with Oak, and then I think it basically becomes a, a dick measuring contest between Ash and Gary. <laughs> yeah, and, and it and it come to find out that Ash actually has more Pokemon, but Oak goes well. They're they're basically all Tauros from the Safari Zone, which yeah. Or how about when he when he caught the Krabby, and then Professor Oak. Pulls the computer screen over, and and um, Gary has a bigger 
crabby that's like three times the size of his. But <laughs> to make a long story short and get us back on track, Ash says something to the effect of, I go for quality, not quantity. Yeah. But still, he's been out hitting the pavement for two months, and he's got, you know, a, a Butterfree, a Pidgeotto, and a Pikachu. And again, I'll bring it up every time it's relevant. Motherfucker just caught a wild Pidgeotto. Yeah, he did. Motherfucker, you know? <laughs> so... <clears throat> Um, they they end up having a little bit of back and forth banter, and we don't have to go through every last line that they talk about. But Ash Ash starts to get big dick again, and goes, "You know what? I'm gonna show you. So I'm I want to challenge you to a battle." And this is where we get Cubone thrown right. into the picture. Right. So it's going to be Cubone versus Pikachu. Cubone, adorable. Yeah, he is. Not out there. So <clears throat> Cubone at this point um, is battling Pikachu. Pikachu goes in for a Thundershock, and this Cubone must be a high level because he just twirls his little bone around in a little circle and just obliterates the Thundershock away from him. Yeah, I mean, just like, it didn't even break a sweat. No, just, <laughs> and, and to show he didn't break a sweat, he, after Pikachu's done with the Thundershock, he takes the bone and goes, Give him and just points it at Pikachu and Ash. Pikachu, <laughs> Pikachu are just dumbfounded. They're like, "What?" And Giselle's like, "Yeah, you didn't know that Cubone is a ground type Pokemon, and he's not weak against electric attacks." <laughs> and then friggin', we devolve into schoolyard tactics. Pikachu's <laughs> literally pulling a mean face. <laughs> <laughs> and Cubone fucking clubs him. Yeah. He just said, bah! He just. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu doesn't know how to do scary face yet. And just, bah! <laughs> just takes his bone and just, just smack. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ash gets on his high horse. Well, no, that's not, not yet. So he hits him to back him up. And then um, Giselle calls out for Bone Meringue. And knocks and, Pikachu. And knocks Pikachu out. And Ash gets on his high horse. Basically, if this was a football game, Ash would have thrown a flag for illegal maneuver, which is bullshit because that's a legitimate move. Yeah, he's like, he's like that. that's not fair. That's that, Throwing that thing is a cheap move. No, it's an attack by Cubone. And then... And Giselle, Giselle actually says, and I love that she says it, she's like, it's an actual move and it's actually authorized in the official Pokemon book. <laughs> what you would think the way Ash studies, um, you know, film and relies on his Pokédex, you would think he might have this guide. Yeah, exactly. But um, so, yeah, he uh, let's see, he throws the boner and then he goes to. I went a little. I let it play, thinking I was. But. but... Okay, so he throws the boomerang, and then um, Pikachu gets up, and Cubone again throws a second boomerang at Pikachu, and Ash is about to lose his head. He's like, Pikachu! And Pikachu is still not knocked out, but then gets gets right back up. And then... And then Giselle goes for a third boomerang, and Pikachu's like, I'm not getting hit by a damn bone a third time jumps up, jumps over the boomerang, 
runs over to Cubone, takes Cubone's mask, and turns it backwards on Cubone. <laughs> and, and then, and then, yeah, he he bites Cubone's tail, scratches the belly, <laughs> um, basically delivers a Kinshasa knee. <laughs> and then here comes the boomerang back at Cubone and just knocks out Cubone to make Cubone cry to finish off the battle. <laughs> now, and see, here's where I get a little, I don't know what the proper word is. I think Ash is a dickhead here. Why? Because those weren't moves. No, they weren't. Pikachu was just well, a street well, 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 no. <laughs> no, technically, Pikachu used scratch. Pikachu used bite, and um, Pikachu used high kick. I fuck you, high kick. (laughs) Hey, that's a move learned by Hitmonlee. Fuck you, high kick. (laughs) What Pokemon? What Pikachu? (laughs) Fuck you. you High high kick is a move, and it's it's officiated in the Pokemon book. Yeah, I want to see a Pikachu with high kick equipped. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to go to my game and teach my damn Pokemon <laughs> Pikachu high kick, and then I'm going to get you a damn Pokemon game and play Your you. Your games aren't reliable. Your games are crack. No, they're not. Yeah, they're bullshit. <laughs> not all. No, I have I have legit Pokemon games, but I do have a hacked Switch. Oh, you, I, have oh, one, I have one hacked Switch that I get unreliable Pokemon from, but then I have a legitimate account. Because you have to, otherwise you wouldn't be able to do anything. Yes. <laughs> because Pokemons are, po- the Pokemon people are sons of bitches when it comes to their Pokemon and having illegitimate Pokemon. <laughs> so. <laughs> but back on track with this, Giselle calls Cubone back into her Pokeball and then calls this battle a once in a lifetime type of battle and tells all of her students not to not to get used to battles like this, which I, I think is kind of cheap. Well, no, because that was a street fight. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want to you don't want to try battling like that, because if you get in a in a, a structured environment, you know, like a officially licensed gym or the Pokemon League, you're not going to be able to just do that stuff. Bare knuckle fight. But what what kind of made me mad was she she actually said the line and th- this episode is so back and forth. Like I think if they were to go back and redo this episode, this episode would be so much different. But she she says, I I didn't know Pikachu can do any other attacks other than electric attacks. Like Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Like, wait a minute, hold on. Aren't you supposed to be the one showing all of them and being on higher levels and just Yeah, didn't oh. you just use a graveler to destroy a Starmie? Like what you know, <laughs> what what are we doing here? This, you know, like I say, headache episode, big time. Yeah, very very, very big. So And I didn't clock this when I was watching it. But you know, it's kind of running, you know, and I'm picking up things. What's that? Team Rocket just showed up, and there's three minutes, 45 seconds left in the episode. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, T- Team Rocket ends up putting smoke into the school. <clears throat> so, um, and the and the students think that it's like a fog machine um, that m- kind of went wrong inside of their school. But then Team Rocket comes out. They do their little spiel. 
and they try to steal the Pokemon again. Yeah. And, and Giselle then says, oh, you guys are the ones that got the worst grades ever. Yeah, apparently they're legends for, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. And to make a long story short, they get dealt with. They literally get Pokeballs chucked at them. Yeah. So, and and that that's the funny part. So they, they actually don't use coughing or Atkins. I mean, obviously we have like a minute left in the damn episode. Yeah. So all the kids, um, all the kids, including Ash, Misty, and Brock, get all these empty Pokeballs and go, oh, you want to try to steal our Pokemon? Then let's have a 10-on-3 match. And Team Rocket goes, that's not fair. And Which it's she, not. And and then she goes, oh, I didn't know Team Rocket played by fair rules. And then they just start chucking those balls like baseballs. And Team Rocket, you get these funny still images of the Pokeballs just smacking them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then Team Rocket didn't blast off but in this episode, but Team Rocket runs away. From getting smacked in the face by Pokeballs. Yeah, I mean, they booked it. So they went well, they, through all that spiel with the smoke and the entrance and the slogan. Just did what they, the yeah, but they said they blasted off again, but they, they were not blasting off. Though they ran through the gate to get away from those Pokeballs. Well, the, po- the Pokeballs were blasting them in the face. What do you want? And then, um, and then we go to a nighttime scene where Giselle's talking to herself, saying, um, "Well, there's just some things you can't learn just from Pokemon School. You have to learn from experience." God damn! This episode ended like 15 times. Yes, there's there was about 15 lines you could have gone out on, and the episode could have been like 10 minutes. This is this headache. This I hmm. I know, and. <laughs> And the little boy finally gets up enough courage to start talking to Giselle. Like, he actually walks up to her talking about how he wants to become a great Pokemon trainer. And he's going to do the best thing that he can um, to become that great Pokemon trainer. And then he's going we start... home. Yep. He's going home. He said, screw this. I'm, I'm... He basically said, fuck this. I'm done with being hazed. This is bullshit. <laughs> so... He's going to go and learn how to be a great Pokemon trainer. And then the screen starts panning away and we see Ash, Misty, and Brock. Yep. And I'm a little behind (laughs) on that. You're actually a little ahead of me. Um... Sorry. (laughs) So at this point, what is it that Ash says? I don't have the sound up. Oh, um, Ash, it pans away and Ash and Misty are standing next to each other and Ash gives out the funny line. He's like, why can't me and you be like that, Misty? (laughs) And Misty, let me see. She has no, I mean, it goes back to the bike, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it goes back to the bike. I, I I just heard it right now. So Misty's like, oh, I can tell you exactly why. Uh, we can't be like that because he doesn't hold her a bike. That's exact, and that's where we, that's what we went out on. Yep. So, and that was the end of the episode. Eh. And then everyone is in a big little circle: the little boy, Giselle, Ash, Misty, and Brock. And Giselle goes, "Well, 
hopefully we'll be able to battle each other again one day. And she says that to Misty and Misty goes, well, yeah, I would, I would love that. And yeah, because we have to be friends at the end of the episode. So, um, I do want to note that, um, so far in the episodes that I've been watching, Giselle never makes a second, uh, a second opinion or appearance, appearance. (laughs) second appearance in the Pokemon franchise. And, Oh, 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 just only about a couple episodes ago. And, and people, people who's listening to this have probably seen every single episode. Misty finally gets her bike back. Ah, like five years later into the anime. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but um, Ash isn't the one that gave it back to her. Um, it was Nurse Joy. Nurse Joy um, saw the fried up bike. And um, took about a week to get this bike back up and running. So if Misty would have stayed there for about another week, that bike she would have had her bike back. Actually, well, she would have had her bike back already by this episode. She couldn't. She couldn't afford to. Ash was a man on a mission. I know. So, but yeah, that that's the end of this week's episode. We're all friends at the end. We all learned a life lesson. We Pokemon marketed themselves as much as they could. <laughs> During this episode. So now Pokemon's like, okay, we got that episode out of the way. So let's go ahead and continue our franchise. Yeah. So this episode aired in September. Uh, yeah. Ni- so when did the game start hitting? Um, I can actually tell you. I think the game came out before. Let me see. When did Pokemon? Because Pokemon Red and Blue. Right. Because Yellow uh, came out a little later. Pokemon Red and Blue. It came out February 27th, 1996. So, okay, so it had been out, so it's not like... Yeah. It's not like... This was just their way of, like, telling people, hey, we have a popular TV show now, but we do have a game. Right, and you saw in the first five minutes of this episode, we also have cards. Yes. So... Yeah, that was basically the end of this episode. So until next week, next week's episode, we finally get Bulbasaur because it's titled Bulbasaur and the Hidden Village. Or as it's translated in Japanese, um, I am not going to say this right. Uh-oh. Um, Fushi Gidane of the Hidden Village. All right. Yeah. Fushi uh. Gidane. You know what? Hold on, hold on. And I, 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 I know we're up against time, but I'm, I'm gonna put this in Google real quick, just so I can say the damn name for me. <laughs> well, we can't get struck for Google. No. Uh, let's see. Pronunciation. There we go. How do you, how do you say this word? Google. Uh, well, Google. Google's not on the clock. No, it is not. Um, okay, well, I will have the title right in Japanese by next week's episode. So, all right, so it looks like we're about to go on our run of Ash just happening upon the three starter Pokemon. And three episodes back, back, back. Which is bullshit. (laughs) I'm, I'm sure I'll bring up each week. Yes. So, all right, next week, again, is Bulbasaur of the Hidden Village. Doug, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And until next week, all Pokegoers, go.
Go ahead and get that hashtag out, EP, and we will see you again next week. Have a good night, everyone.